0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Topic. I'm here with my friend Garrett. Garrett, feel free to introduce yourself. Hey, everyone.
1: Uh, I'm Garrett, and I'll be attending Fordham University at the Lincoln Center campus in the fall, and I'm excited to be here.
0: Um. So yeah, Garrett is a recent South River High School graduate, and like he said, he'll be ascending Fordham University in the fall, majoring in political science on the pre-law track. So a little bit of background. It's pronounced Fordham, yeah. right?
1: Most people say Fordham. Okay,
0: Fordham. That's what I thought, but I was like, I swear that's wrong. But all right, Um, Fordham University is a private research university in New York City, established in 1841 and named for the Fordham neighborhood of the Bronx, where its original campus is located. Fordham is the oldest Catholic university in the Northeastern United States and the third oldest university in New York State. So it has a total undergraduate enrollment of 9,399 people. Its setting is urban, and the campus size is 93 acres. It utilizes a semester-based academic calendar, and its ranking in the 2022 edition of the best colleges and national universities is number 68. So the most popular majors at Fordham are business administration, business management, psychology, economics, and poli-sci, so kind of just a broad range. So here, I wanted to hear a little bit about you in high school. So if you remember, what was your GPA and SAT score?
1: So I, I ended up submitting a 4.49 and that fluctuates as, as classes drop and uh, semesters end. Um, I think like for my last quarter, which doesn't really matter, uh, yeah because it's you don't submit that, but it was like a 5.0 because it was the AP classes. Um, I just ended up taking a- all AP classes by that time. Um, but yeah, it fluctuated between like an unweighted 4.0 and like weighted 4.49 to like six something.
0: Okay, I got gotcha. you. And did you end up submitting your SAT score too?
1: I did for a few colleges. I am not a great test taker, so I, I ended up getting a fourteen hundred, which I'm like,
0: that's good. Okay,
1: of, um, yeah, I, I, I'm. It definitely took a while to get there. I think I ended up taking like three or four times. Um, but yeah, I mean, like listening to some other episodes, I know kids have gotten like fifteen hundred something. So I'm like, ah, I'm not a good test taker, so I'm just gonna take my fourteen hundred <laughs> and and leave.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I started out in the 1300s and I've been studying my ass off, um, this summer to take it. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to take it August 27th, but I'm just not like, like my goal is 1450 and I'm not 1450 yet. So I think I'm going to take the October 1st one, but I'm just, I'm not there yet. But so, um, did you just not submit it to the more selective schools that you applied to?
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, ones where it was like I'm totally not in the range like these like crazy Ivy League schools I was yeah. like there's really no point That's probably going to hurt my application but for the majority of schools I applied to I was in their range or like comfortably above it that I felt like it's not going to hurt and all schools are like I think all are like test optional now so it really didn't matter
0: yeah a 1400 a solid score though um but yeah it was yeah. part of you figure out which ones you were and weren't but um so about activities what were you involved in in high school I know you were an NHS officer correct
1: yeah so in my senior year I ended up being the historian for National Honor Society um we did like I don't know if it's if it differs from school to school but it's like an anonymous election where you write like a little paragraph um and people voted so I ended up being a historian um which basically like you take photos of events um NHS didn't really have any like official events, I guess, like NHS sponsored ones. Um, and like running the Instagram account. Um, there's actually like a lot more involved than it sounds. (laughs) Um, but other than that, uh, I sort of bounced around a lot. Um, in 11th and 12th grade, I was a member of backpacks for Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, also in 11th and 12th, I was in black lives matter. And, uh, I worked at the graphic design club, which is like a very small club that like, nobody really knows about, but I ended up being like, uh, in 12th grade, like a student lead there. So like, I just sort of like took on our, our big project was like redesigning our school map because the ones that they hand out at the beginning of the year are like super low quality. So like, the, yeah, they, are, lo- they are low quality.
0: To... Yeah. So that's really, that's yeah. really cool that you did that. Um, who runs that club? Like who's the advisor?
1: Uh, Mr. Cohen, so he's like a, I I think he says in STEM yeah. or whatever. I'm not in STEM. Um
0: Yeah, yeah, I know of him.
1: Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. But other than that, um in ninth grade I did like the literary magazine. So I was like a, uh-huh. a writer there, uh, or not a writer, like a an editor sort of like reviewing submissions and stuff. Um and I did a lot, well, like of random <laughs> things. Um Yeah. And then also in ninth grade, I was in the AV club. So, like, we we did, like, a polar bear plunge, which is, like, the uh, special Olympics event. Um, did, like, a promotional video for that for our school. And then I also did, like, again, a random thing that didn't really, like, help me make a cohesive story, but I did it anyway because it sounded fun. It was, like, a sound production for the theater company for, like, two years. Oh, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was fun. Just a group of my friends, like, thought, this sounds interesting. So we, like, played with sound dials for like two years. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Um, so do you think that because of your activities and your grades and stuff, do you think that you were like a qualified candidate for your um, Fordham and the schools that you applied for?
1: I think so, uh, especially in, in later years, more so my classes, like I took, um, I, I'm planning on majoring in political science. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I ended up like in 12th grade and- what 11th grade too, like taking some history classes and some government classes. And I did well on those exams too. Um, so I think those coupled with like some like social advocacy things. Like I was also in Harvest for the Hungry. Um, I did like their, their Instagram stuff for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so like sort of, even if they don't sound like completely related, like graphic design club or Harvest for the Hungry or something like that, which is our, our food drive. I think, Altogether together combined with like a, a solid GPA um, and like essays and stuff sort of helped even if it wasn't like didn't make complete sense on paper if you just sort of like wrap it up with a bow and be like this is who I am I think it, it made me qualified for something.
0: No yeah for sure because I know that people say you have to be spiked in one thing you have to have like one special thing but some people are just interested and want to be involved in a lot of things. And I think that's how I am too. I'm super involved in like FBLA, but also I'm really involved in Key Club. And I don't know. I think it's just like people can have different interests, but somehow wrap it all together. Um, right. But
1: yeah, I'm, I'm intimidated by the kids who who know exactly what they want to do and are like super focused and don't deviate from like... yes elementary school. I'm like, that. that's not realistic. So I feel like having like a, a smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. But like, if so, like okay I feel that
0: like in your essays, which I'm sure that you did it in your essays, if you somehow tie it all together, like you said, and somehow make it just all make sense, and that's what matters the most. But right. also just being authentic and true to yourself. Um. But so like you said, you're majoring in poli sci. Um, what inspired you to choose this as your intended major? Was there a rhyme or reason? So
1: there's not like, there's not like a particular like engaging story or something. (laughs) Um, I I think in my essays, I, I said, which is true that like watching the news and stuff, and especially in, in recent years, just like, I think it's fascinating, like even like personal opinions aside, like just the political spectrum and like sort of the chaos there. Like I, I find even if it's like not a particular, particularly like, fun sounding topic or like engaging type of person or just like wild person politics is it it seems like inherently kind of like crazy and a lot of times like messed up like fundamentally like abhorrent kind of so i just it sounded interesting and i i I definitely want to learn more so that's why i picked it and also poli-sci is kind of like a general i don't know people make fun of poli-sci majors because it's like what job are you going to get there? But as a as an undergraduate, like bachelor's degree, I've read and and have talked to people who said it's a great foundation for you to build off of, it, especially in like higher education. Um, like I, I'm considering law school. I'm on the pre-law track, so so things like that you can do. I assume and hope a lot with like a poli-sci yeah, degree. Yeah, that's a,
0: that's a great answer. Yeah, that totally that totally is a good reasoning. Um, so I know that you've been doing. For backstory, Garrett and I live in the same neighborhood. We've been neighbors for seven years. And so, um, God, how has it been seven years? But um, so I know that you've been involved in the (laughs) Neighborhood Magazine for a while now. Did you talk about that a lot in your application?
1: Yeah, I I think that was one element that-
0: For sure. Helped
1: me differentiate myself from, from others because I've been doing that since- fourth grade I think like beginning of fourth grade or something um (laughs) and it was just like yeah (laughs) it was just like um some random like ad in our like I don't know community generated magazine I was like this sounds interesting so I interviewed and like I don't know it's, it seems so like silly now but like got the position whatever that it means was it's a like posi- a junior yeah, writer it was, a
0: position. It, was a, it was real
1: I, I yeah I don't want to undersell myself here for <laughs> a junior writer for the South River Magazine but um yeah it was just I had like a monthly column type of thing where I was given like free range to basically talk about whatever I wanted like if I traveled somewhere where I traveled like what I'm interested in um so I think it On top of it just being like something that not everybody does, I think like outside of it, it helped like develop my writing skills and stuff and like helped me become a more confident, like able to communicate myself on paper, um, which is definitely helpful for like writing essays because I know like that's something that a lot of people struggle with and I'm, I struggled with as well, but I'm, I'm glad I had that sort of background for several years, like being comfortable. No, yeah, for sure.
0: Because also you did it for a long time, but also we do have a very well-established neighborhood um, like right. we have our neighborhood, we have like the other side and we have all the townhouses and stuff like that. Like it's a very, you're reaching a very large audience, um, even though it is just such a small piece of the magazine. So I think that's definitely something to be very proud of, but is this sort of writing something that you, not this sort of writing, but writing for magazines and stuff like that? Is that something that you want to continue to do in college or do you want to just see how it goes?
1: I, I think so. Um, I was originally a couple of years ago considering, like, even, like, a journalism major, because it just, I've always sort of been fascinated, again, with, like, writing and, like, news sort of stuff, so I thought, like, journalism might be the path for me, but I, I decided to go poli-sci, um, so I think writing, especially with, like, ties to politics, like, political science, that sort of stuff, I think I'll definitely be interested in pursuing that. I know Fordham has, like, their official newspaper, and then there's also another, like, student-led one, um, and a couple of like literary things. So and even outside of college, I I think even doing some like writing on the side, I, I think it'd be
0: yeah fun. For sure, for sure. And I feel like you've put so much time into this, like so many years, if it's something you enjoy, then you should definitely keep um, going with it. But is there one important thing that did you pull away anything important? Do you think from it? Like, is there one thing that resonates with you or a lesson that you learned or just a skill that you learned? Like I know you said confident writing, but is there anything else that you kind of took away from that experience?
1: Uh, There are a couple things. I think um, like a practical thing, like most immediate sort of thing was, was deadlines. Like you have to like communicate with the publisher and be like, I'm submitting this. Um, But other than that, I think like a big thing that I didn't expect going into it was like the effect writing can have on people or like how, how you can engage with others through writing or just, I guess, communicating in general. Like it sounds like dumb or whatever, but, as I was like taking out the trash one day, like a neighbor like walked by and was like, hey, don't you write for that magazine? And I was like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, I, I love your column. I, I read your stuff every day. And I was like, or every month rather. And I was like, that just, it feels good. To, and, you know, hearing people engage with the topics I was talking about um, and being like, oh yeah, I, I researched this thing on my own. Like that's happened a few times. And I'm like, I don't know. It just feels good to know like something that I cared about and maybe didn't think about in too much detail before, like it resonated with someone. Um, so I don't, I don't know how I'd apply that like later in life, but it just, it felt good enough. I could be able to do that either through writing or some sort of like meaningful career in the future, like connecting with others.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like you inspired someone to go and research something else on their own, just because of your writing. I think that's an awesome takeaway. Um, so more towards the application process. Oh yeah, do you plan on are you still gonna write for Colson's Corner when you're in college or is it gonna go is it gonna retire?
1: I I submitted my last article. I thought I was gonna do one more, but I after I emailed my publisher who was like, This is your last one. I was like, I, I guess it is now. Um, so no, I, I won't be writing for uh, for our neighborhood magazine and I'll I'll be in New York. But um,
0: Who's no. gonna take over it?
1: I don't know. I've reached out to a couple of English teachers and said like hey, if you know any kids um, in the neighborhood that might be interested, let me know, contact this email. And I haven't heard back from them. So I'm hoping I didn't just leave them high and dry, but oh well.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Um, So moving more towards the application process. Congratulations again on your choice of Fordham. Thank you. Um, So you might not remember the exact number, but how many colleges did you end up applying to?
1: Um, it was a, it was a dumb amount. Uh, I think it ended up being somewhere in the mid twenties. Um,
0: okay. That makes me feel better.
1: <laughs> I, I think I heard you say like you were applying 17. to 17. Yeah. No, I'm um, not
0: applying to 17. I okay. have 17 on my list.
1: $1, yeah.
0: $1,300.
1: Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I yeah, just, I'm
0: possibly, how did, how did 20 something work?
1: Uh, it didn't w- work. It it kind of, <laughs> I just sort of did it. Um, because I think it stems from like a, like a, I don't know. I was just very unsure and like anxious yeah. about this application process. So I was like applying to a good handful of like safety schools, even though a safety is meant to be a safety. I was like, well, what if I don't get into the safety? Um, that's so exactly a lot it, how I feel. Exactly. Like a lot of it was just like, anxiety stuff that i was like this is dumb and i'm wasting uh my parents money i guess it's not on my dime but (laughs) i yeah i i and besides the anxiety stuff there were like a handful of schools that i knew i was sort of interested in or more so like areas um and places i wanted to be at so that sort of landed me at, at like 25 ish
0: holy Wow. That is, yeah. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of time too. Like where you were using essays, I would assume.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I had a, a folder in my Google drive and it was like any prompt that seemed somewhat related. I'd like copy and paste and very like, I don't know, jerry-rig essays together to like make them seem fit. So I, after like 10, it was like I had a solid selection to choose from that worked for like pretty much any prompt. Um, but I always dreaded if it was a school that I wasn't super enthused about, um, them being like, why this college? So I had to like write a whole other essay about like why this specific college, but, but yeah, I would reuse a bunch. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, you said 25, um, did you apply to any early action or did you apply to one school early decision?
1: No early decision. Um, I applied to I don't know if it was the majority but probably the majority early mm-hmm. action um and my parents really pushed me to do that because not for any like particular like admissions uh boost that I would get but more so just like to have it off my yeah. plate um and even doing that I was still like very procrastinating <laughs> uh very much procrastinating with like submitting things um but yeah I, I think early action for Majority of my, like, I applied early action for Fordham. Um, and I think that maybe boosted my chances. No, yeah, because
0: I was looking at early action um, acceptance rates and they do, they do rise. Um, I think the main advantage is just getting it off of your plate, but the acceptance rates do rise. Um, along with finding out earlier is nice too. Like, UVA, mm-hmm. you can find out in January instead of March, which is better in my opinion. But, um, did you okay? This is actually like something I really need to know because I haven't toured a single school. Okay. Did you tour any schools while applying?
1: Nope. I okay, thank
0: you.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to get my hopes up on a school and like fall in love with a campus or an environment. Um, again, this is, I wouldn't say this is advice. Uh, I don't think it's practical. And I think if you like really are looking at a school, even if it's like a reach school and you have the ability to go there, I would just to see it. Again, it's like a nice to have, I think. Definitely not like a, a must, but- yeah, I didn't tour Fordham before I accepted there. Um and I'm I'm glad it worked out and I, I like the campus. But I I don't think it's that important. Um I know others have suggested like go on YouTube and stuff and I, I did that for a few and that also helped me like get acclimated to what I was actually applying to.
0: Yeah, because some of my friends right now are doing these No hate to them because like whatever works for you, but they're doing, they're doing like these week long, like extravaganza college tours. And I just, my mom is bugging me to go look at least one college, but I'm like, I don't even want to go. Like I'm deciding between two colleges ED and I think I'll tour those two to, to, to decide which one. But other than that, I just don't think I can do it. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see myself walking around an empty campus for some reason. So I think I'll tour the two schools in the fall when students are there, but it makes me feel better that you didn't tour any, but that also might be why I have so many schools I want to apply to. I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I That makes sense. Yeah, um, I think you guys hand it. Especially hand. if you're doing early decision. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, for sure. What
1: what what schools are those that you're um, just out of curiosity?
0: UPenn and Cornell, oh, wow. as the reach reaches. Um,
1: those are good schools. Yeah.
0: Bo- both, both for the School of Engineering. But um, nice. I don't know. They're they're very different. Like UPenn's very urban, and Cornell is very rural. Like, it's a college town, but it's rural. Yeah. So it's I need to go and step foot there. Um, because also they both have very high depression rates too. So which is weird. Like so, yeah. I'm like, why is it like that? So I'm gonna go and kind of scope it out for myself. But um, but even with those, I know that ED is different than EA. But the Cornell. Regular decision is 8%, and then their early decision is 24%. So I'm, geez, like if I want to go there, I really should do early decision, but it also is very binding, very like locked in. So we'll have to see. But um, how did you narrow down right. your choices to eventually choose Fordham?
1: I think I narrowed it down, at least maybe not decided, because um, a couple of things. One, the location, obviously, um, Fordham actually like you said at the beginning, their main campus is in the Bronx. um, And then they have another campus. It's not like a separate thing. It's the same school in uh, Manhattan, Lincoln Center, which is like a block from Central Park. And students can take up to 40% of their classes in the other campus. Um, So that was something that really interested me because I knew I wanted to be and live in Manhattan, especially like at this age and a couple years older, like Having the opportunity to do that and like not have to mm-hmm. worry about rent, um, I guess, is is something that's interesting. But also to be able to have access to like that ninety some acre campus in the Bronx as well for a more like traditional um, campus. Also, I, I I chose and narrowed it down. Um, the The students to faculty ratio is really really good. It's like I saw they're that. pretty small classes. Yeah,
0: I saw that. I saw that.
1: Yeah. Um. And and looking at some other schools, it was like. I thought I would be okay with it, but the more I started to research, I was like, I don't think like giant lecture halls are like the place that I want to spend four years at or, or more if like I go graduate school or something. Like I just, it didn't really seem like my kind of vibe. Um, and also just like New York is is close to Maryland. I like being able to to take a three-hour train ride and and be here and back. Um, and I, I they also have a, a pretty solid political science program there.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, also, I was going to say something um, like living in Manhattan and being in New York and stuff, all of the internship opportunities, the opportunities you'll have just for your career being there too. Exactly. is such a plus. Um, I think that's definitely yeah. something that you could totally take advantage of because also in that major, like connections are everything. So I feel like um, exactly. networking there and stuff like that is definitely something you'll have to take advantage of. But, um, kind of just wrapping things up. Um, First of all, what advice would you give to incoming high school seniors starting the application process or just senior year okay. in general, either one or both, whatever?
1: <sighs> senior year is is an interesting time.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm so scared for it.
1: I mean, it was, I ended up having fun. It was just like pretty stressful at the beginning, which is weird because most people say that it's like the easy year. Um... Advice I'd have. They do
0: say that. They do say that. But then, but then, some people on TikTok are like, juniors. Buckle up because it gets worse. So I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, that's what I I I also saw a TikTok as I was making my way into to senior year, and I was like, well, that kind of screws up my plans I've had for three years of just sort of like chilling <laughs> out. Um, but I, the the main piece of advice I think this is less so, I guess, application process, but it it does help is to not overly compare yourself to others because during the application process a lot of people say a lot of things and reveal a lot about themselves that like especially as someone who's like dealed with like anxiety and like uh feelings of like I don't know if I'm good enough to be here or whatever like hearing these people talk about like all these crazy things and like oh they're planning to go to Harvard and all this and it's like oh this is like I don't know it's like scary to to think about uh, yeah, um, yeah 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 <laughs> I, I just I would not dwell on what other people are doing and just focus on your own because you might end up chasing something that like doesn't even align with your personality or or what you want to do just because yeah. it's, it's like an elite thing.
0: Yeah, I really needed to hear that because I made a LinkedIn account um, like for my internship yeah. And I stumbled upon other people's LinkedIn's and I was like, oh my God, this is the most toxic thing I've ever done in my entire life. I was sitting there scrolling, looking at all of these accomplishments that everyone has. And I was, like, holy shit, I'm not going to get into college. And then I had a whole thing about it, but yeah, I'm never doing that again. Right. And that, that is very true about not comparing yourself to other people. Cause it really is different for every single person. And there's nothing to really compare when you really think about it. But um, on the application process side, what would you have done differently if you could go back and beat Garrett in August 2021?
1: I definitely would have narrowed it down and not have picked so many safety schools um, and saved a bunch of money. <laughs> I also think like being realistic about like, what did I actually want? Because um, there, was, there was a point in time where I was, I guess debating about what schools to apply to and I was like I don't I don't even know if I want to apply to this school and I just wanted to have it under my belt just so I could like say I applied to the school
0: completely good, um man. do you mean more the elite colleges yeah
1: the uh, yeah both the elite colleges and also like even like I don't know quote-unquote mid colleges <laughs> or something like mid-tier um not, not like <laughs> that but, um <laughs> Just like, just random, or just any decision in yeah. general. Like, do I really want to do this for me? Um And also, I'm a big procrastinator, and I've learned to like, live with that. But I guess advice I would have is, know your sort of pace for what you work at, and don't try and become someone who you are, aren't, or change your entire like, way of doing things if it works for you. Or even if it doesn't work, just like be realistic and don't try and change everything in one day and be like those productive people on TikTok who wake up at, at 6 a.m. and work uh, out what and is all that these called? things. Like, you're what not going to be called? that person.
0: It's like I think it's called like that girl or something.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not that girl. Um, yeah, I was talking to one person um, a while back who was saying that she submitted all of her college stuff by September 1st. And I was like... That will absolutely not be me because also when I was talking to Kelly the other day, she was saying how she was, you may have listened, but she was saying how things happened in her senior year that she ended up writing about and things happened to her. Like she got involved in things that she ended up putting down and stuff like that. And I feel like that will honestly really happen to me because I've already been, for example, this podcast, I had this for a while, but like other stuff that is being offered to me and brought up to me is stuff that's happening right now and i can't imagine honestly turning in an application right now because i feel like i'll be a completely different person by the time it's like november you know what i mean 100%
1: yeah I, and that's a that's an interesting point that that she brought up on that episode because it is very true that like i i was not in really any leadership positions yeah. before 12th grade um so like having to deal with that and like deal with like and manage people in like some sort of way whether it be through like graphic design club like trying to get people to like do these things or turn these things in or like coordinating with other officers for nhs or or or, uh i don't know making something for harvest of the hungry for social media it's like a very transformative process i guess and sort of like (laughs) shapes who you are as a person even if it's like subconsciously um so yeah and i definitely wrote about those in my essays so i would I don't know, a piece of advice would just be like, observe and immerse yourself, even if you want to take your foot off the gas. Um, I think it does help to like, be observant of your position and what you want to achieve uh, going into 12th grade and even yeah. like well into it. Like, I think it, it's helpful.
0: Yeah, because also some people I know, um, I don't, everyone is so different, but some people I know won't get into their early decision school. So so, some know people know we'll submit an early decision application and then apply to a couple safety schools um, after they apply to the early decision. Then if they get rejected from their early decision or deferred, then they'll apply to like the rest of their schools. And I can honestly really see myself doing that because I don't know. I just want to keep an open mind. But yeah, I don't know. I just I think it'll all work out. But NHS, I really like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're you're the president. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's going to be a lot. That's a lot on your plate. Yeah. A couple other things too but yeah I feel like I just need to live through these couple months and then I'll really I don't know I'm not too stressed I think it'll all work out but yeah I don't know it's just a lot yeah that's
1: that's a good point because I also sort of had that mentality of like kind of like effort. like I don't I don't really like I at one point like a week before the deadline I was like should I flip a coin I was between uh Fordham and University of Southern California which is like two completely different oh things. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I'll just flip a coin because like, I, but in my heart, I knew I wanted to, to do Fordham. So I would just, I don't know, last piece of advice, I guess, would just be like, keep your mind open and your options open and listen to like your instinct as like cliche and cheesy as that sounds. Like just, I don't know. It's okay if you don't know exactly what school you want to apply to, or if you didn't get into like, your dream top Ivy league score, whatever, like I I know it's, you know, dumb advice, I guess, but just like it, it is helpful, I guess. Yeah.
0: Did you ever see yourself going that far away though, or no?
1: I was, <sighs> once I got, I was very surprised. I got that application or that uh, acceptance letter. And there was a, a couple others, a couple UC schools also that I was looking into. And, there for a while I did kind of want to be in like Los Angeles. It was like Los Angeles or New York. Um, and there was a saying that was like too dumb for New York, too ugly for LA. And I was like, well, I'm kind of picking between the both. So I get like the short end of the stick here. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I think in my heart, I knew I, I didn't want to be that far away from my family. Yeah. Cause like, I do appreciate them. So.
0: Yeah. I think that is all. Um, Thank All you right. so much for your time today. This has been super fun. It was nice to catch up before you leave. Um, do you have any last-minute plans yeah. for you before you leave? Any Anything you're doing?
1: I don't think so, besides finding out how to quit my job. that I think they expect me to work <laughs> there full-time. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm just getting ready for school.
0: Do you work full-time there?
1: I'm scheduled for 30 hours this week, so I don't... <laughs> I didn't, for a minimum wage job, I'm not I'm not super enthused about it. Um, have
0: you just worked there this summer? Or have you worked there previous years? Too? Yeah,
1: no, this is my first time. And I was like...
0: Oh, I'll is just, it your first job?
1: Yeah, I was like, I, I'll just jump into it. I was, I'm very much like a late bloomer in terms of like uh, getting jobs and stuff. and like doing things that like normal people do in terms of like, I don't know, like getting prepared for jobs, things.
0: Of all jobs, why did you choose the Safeway gas station? <laughs>
1: it was... An option, I wanted to be like a stalker, like to stock the shelves and stuff. Cause I was like, this seems somewhat easy like, because really? I have no interest that work in Edgewater, Maryland of all places. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a very like desolate town. I would not recommend people move here. I was like, I don't, I'm not enthused about like anything. So I'm just going to work in this gas station and I don't even like gas cars. So, oh well.
0: Oh my God. That is hilarious. There has to be something in this town that will interest you, but...
1: No, I'm sure there is. I just didn't want to look at it and now it's August 7th, so...
0: That's a really good point. <laughs> all right, thank you so much, Garrett. Um, of course. I hope you have a great time at college. I'll have to reach out again and see how it goes. I'll let, also let you know. I might send you some of my essays if you want to review them. Yeah, of course. so kind, but... Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, Garrett. Have a good rest of your night.